Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's audio, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful family. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being present. Thank you for listening. And I am just coming in straight away to say a big reminder around our community inside of our Kajabi app. Please do not forget to utilize this to your fullest ability. So, Every single week, I will be in there checking and supporting and becoming more and more active as this community grows. And today, I'm sitting here, honestly feeling this, ah, actually, it's my it's my little boy's birthday today. He turned five today. And I'm sitting here. I've had such an expansive, beautiful morning. And there's a lot of topics that are coming your way, a lot of really, really Ah, just open, heartwarming, raw, vulnerable, transparent topics coming your way. And it is such an honor. It is such an honor to have you all inside of this space. So I just want to thank you, whether you are brand new and this is one of the first audios you're listening to, you have so many resources prior to this to access whether you have been here from the very beginning, whatever the whatever place you're in, I want to thank you and honor you. What I am going to be doing, and these could be like my famous last words, but what I am going to be doing is aiming to keep these audios to a 30-minute-ish block every single week. I know that everybody has a lot going on. I also believe that if I overload you, I know that when I overconsume content, I often don't integrate it and I often don't actually have it land and then create or implement or become the embodiment or even take the time to learn from it. So what I would highly recommend is that moving forward, you take some time to schedule into your diary the time of the week that you intend to make use of this. Now, as always, if you have a topic that you would love for me to cover, if you have a question, if you have anything at all, you have the community to call on. You have that space to come in and request and ask. And if there is a topic that you guys are really wanting me to discuss or anything that you want me to bring forward to the table, then ask. And if I believe I can offer insight, if I believe that it's a really valid place to go and, um, and a powerful conversation, then I will always, always, always honor that and bring it in here because this is a place of ongoing resource and information and transmission. So, ah, all right. So yes, I'm going to try to keep these to 30 minutes, but what I would recommend is that you take this really seriously. What I mean by that There are so many times when we can consume information and we can be really flippant and lighthearted with the way that we consume. And so for me, what I would love for you to do is start every single um, session or every single audio transmission first by preparing yourself mentally and physically and environmentally for what you're about to receive. So mentally, physically, environmentally, what do I mean by that? Basically, I mean make sure your distractions have been put down, you know, make sure that you're able to wholeheartedly listen to this information. If you're like me, I actually really love to listen to information first time around without a pen and paper, but some people love to take notes on the fly as they go. Now that's completely up to you, but what I would recommend is that you take a moment prior to listening and set your intention, your intention to be present. It's super, super easy to do this, you know, to mentally um, just shut down any of the distractions. And basically the way I would do that would be with breath and would be with sitting and utilizing my breath and making a really, really conscious decision to be present for what is ahead. 
All right. So I'm going to take you through a little bit of breath work, really, really simple. And you can actually use this every single week and you can teach yourself how to do this in the coming weeks, months, um, to come, we will be doing some breathwork sessions as well together through audio. So that's something for you to look forward to, but the easy way to do this is just sitting in your chair, closing down your eyes and just using, um, one of the most simple techniques, which is breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth and making a decision to be present. So close down your eyes and start to be conscious around your breath. In through the nose, holding at the top, and then out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth, maybe making a little noise, a little sigh, a little sound of pleasure, a little release. And again. And as you sit here with your breath, just become present with your body as well. Noticing how your body feels sitting on the floor or standing, sitting on the lounge in the chair that you're in. Notice how your posture is and just calming down that mind. And just in this moment, giving thanks, giving thanks to Mother Nature, giving thanks to God, universe, source, spirit, giving thanks to everything around you, the abundance that you have, the beautiful loved ones that are in your life, the healthy body that you have, the mind that you have, giving thanks to the sunshine, to the rain, to every single thing expanding then amplifying that feeling of gratitude and really being present in the moment and understanding how great um, and really being present in the moment and understanding how phenomenal your life really is. Just taking a moment there as you're continuing to breathe. Just acknowledging the investment you've made into yourself the time that you're investing into yourself and just acknowledging all of that for you. (sighs) And coming back beautifully present and ready to receive the information, no distractions with full intention to receive this wholeheartedly with your heart open. (sighs) You might like to roll your shoulders, give your body a stretch, whatever feels really good to you. This can be, and something that I really would encourage, a practice that you do every single day. Ah, so this week, and Jess says she's going to be half an hour and we're already seven or eight minutes in. Okay, so today's topic is something that I feel comes from two different perspectives. So one perspective is me being really vulnerable, being really raw, being really transparent and sharing with you a part of my my humanness, a part of my existence, a part of my soul. And you guys know that this is always going to be where I come from. I do not want to just sit here and place myself on a pedestal. I do not want to be doing that in any way, shape or form. And if I ever do, and if you ever feel like that, call me out on my shit. I don't think I'll ever do it though, because I'm so down for being real and raw and for giving you exactly what I believe is required And this is required for me and for you. So part one or reason one or intention one is for me to be open, raw and express myself and something that I have been through, that I've navigated, that I've journeyed through. And part two in sharing this or intention number two with sharing this is to help you open your mind, your heart, your soul, your humanness to potentially where this may have affected you, could affect you, or is affecting you at the moment in a place in your life. And so, oh, this could be two parts. I feel like this could go for a long time. 
But yeah, here we are and here I am just, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I think I've said this in the past, like laying naked on the dinner table with sushi all over me, just hoping nobody's going to see through the sushi, you know, like feeling very raw, but so here for it. And especially with you guys, I'm so here to be having these conversations and to be holding nothing back and to be making sure that you are the beneficiary of exactly who I am what I stand for. And ultimately everything I do is to help more people create more abundance, less mediocrity and have more in their life. And these are the lessons, the longer I, um, the more I commit, I shouldn't say the longer, but yeah, this is life's work. And the more I commit to you guys, the more I commit to myself and the journey never ends and the processes and the learnings never end. I think at the beginning of my journey, I definitely thought, or at the beginning of that decision to lean into personal development and human development and go and better myself. I shouldn't say it in that voice, but that's, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get to this point and I'll have it all figured out. And then I'm going to be like, bam, it's go time. Let's go. Let's move. Everything's going to come and click and and things consistently click and come forth and, and be brought into my life. But the the longer I'm at it, the deeper I'm at it, the more I can attune to these, these less obvious subconscious neurological workings of, of, of my mind. And ultimately the goal, and this is a bit of a this is a bit of a theme for me at the moment, but ultimately one of my goals is to have what I would call like a diamond mind, which is crystal clear. So there's a lot of clarity. And so let's just jump in or I can beat around the bush for like another 10 minutes. (laughs) Let's just jump in. So interwoven itself has been a huge undertaking for me. And when this all dropped in, I had been working in other group coaching spaces, you know, successfully doing that for some time. And you guys know, we don't have an end point in here. So you get access to this for as long as you desire. And the, the price point is insane and all that la, 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 dot, 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 tick, tick, tick. But when this came through for me, it was something that came through my body. It wasn't something that I sat down and logically said, okay, I want to make another group coaching program. How am I going to do that? I literally was like, I was actually on a call to one of my mentors one day. And I said to him, I'm fucking over this industry and their end points and their price points and I'm getting tired of it. And I know that makes no sense because this doesn't equate, you know, in previous coaching spaces, I'm charging 15, 20, $30,000 for these, these spaces. And I'm only needing five, 10 people in those spaces. And now I've, gone like for what some people would perceive as, and I've had friends who are other coaches say to me, this is stupid, Jess. Like this is insane. It doesn't make sense. Don't offer low ticket items. Um, the people that have only a couple of grand to spend, honestly, this is what people have said to me. Like, don't worry about them. Aim for the high, aim for that high end, aim for the the people who are in business earning over three or 400,000 a year they'll just pay you. They'll throw money at you. It's super easy. You only need to work two or three hours a day. Like, ha ha ha. That's also fucking easy. And I was getting this feedback of like, this doesn't make sense, Jess. This doesn't make sense. And in my body, it made complete sense. It made absolute complete sense. I was like, I am here to make a difference. I'm not here to look at my bank account as my indicator of success. Because guess what? The more I focus on impact, the more the bank account does reflect success in adverted commas. But I was so fucking over this feeling. And when interwoven dropped into my body, I was like, I have no choice. It's come through. It came through actually in meditation and in breath. And I was like, I can't deny it. It's got to be this much and it's got to be available to everybody. And there's going to be thousands of people inside of this community, not 10, not 20, thousands. And so it all made complete sense. My body said, yes, everything clicked and I was ready. I was like, go, it's go time. Here it is. And then 
all of the other parts of it clicked in, you know, it's going to be audio and we're going to, you know, we're going to integrate web three technology and we're going to be doing this and we're going to be doing that. And it felt huge. And let me tell you, it was fucking huge. Like I just got full body goosebumps. As you know, I do when things are needing to be expressed. Um, you're probably sick of me saying that, but it's, it's a bodily, my body communicates to me and I'm going to talk to you more about that in, in topics to come. <sighs> okay. Just calm down for a sec, Jess. <laughs> so this project got really fucking big, really fast because I had this vision and I had the vision of thousands, hundreds, thousands. And I remember saying to my partner, everyone's going to say yes to this. This is just going to be absolutely like going off. Like I'm going to be selling like two, three, four, five, ten people a day into this. There's no, it's insane. Like there's no way anyone is not going to say yes. This is just it's fucking genius because I'm going to give them so much and they're going to be blown away and it's all going to happen. And this is it. And all the things I want to do, every, every piece of impact I want to make, like I am traveling to India next year. I have goals to build orphanages. I have goals to create really high impact um, contribution in countries that do not have anywhere near the grace that we have. You know, I'm looking at what's going on in Iran at the moment. It hurts my fucking heart. And I'm so sick to death of just operating from a place of self. And so I was like, oh my gosh, if all that happened, imagine the time I'd be able to have to do this and to do that. And it was just literally like, whoa. And then it got big and it got big and it got big. And I started to navigate in my body and in my logical mind what needed to happen for me to hold space for that many people. And then everything came like crashing to a point where I started to feel this massive fucking wobble. And if you're already in here, then you're one of the people that has, has seriously kept me going and supported me through this. I actually feel like crying, but like this huge amount of disease um, not disease, but dis-ease within my body and within my nervous system. <sighs> I have invested so many thousands of dollars into the technology side of, of what Interwoven looks like in terms of my, my staff, in terms of my backend systems, in terms of understanding and creating the, the Web3 technology part to this. And that started to overwhelm me because I knew deep down that this was the place I needed to go. And I knew that I wanted my community to be ahead of the game. I didn't necessarily want to be an educator in Web3 or NFTs, but what I did want to do is give you something additional that you owned and that opened your mind to something that I know that in you know one, two, three, four, five years time is going to feel super normal. But right now it didn't feel normal. And even for me, it didn't feel normal. So I'm throwing money at the situation. I'm hiring team. I'm doing all of these things. And at the same time, what's happening for me personally is my nervous system is getting like annihilated and everything is closing down. And I'm sharing this with you because I know that this is important for you to understand for, for your own learnings and for mine, um, for understanding the heart and the soul and the human that is behind this, number one. But number two, for understanding on a bigger perspective how this can affect you in your life when you come and face off or um, stand in front of something that can that is so deeply what you want, yet it feels really scary. And I am, I'm getting emotional. I knew I would today because I've done a lot of somatic work today and um, ooh, there's, there's a lot of um, energy charging through my body. And I knew that this would, this would bring up a lot, but so you're hearing my story, but you're also, I hope being able, and that's why I said at the beginning of this podcast is, or this, this audio that's why I said at the beginning of this audio to make sure that you are here ready to receive because it's super important that you, number one, you might be hearing this just from my perspective and going, wow, 
just as cool, just as rad, hopefully. <laughs> um, or you might be going, wow, I can see how this is playing out in my own life. So maybe second time around listening to this, you might be like, whoa, I can feel how this is actually happening for me in a certain area. So this is both. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't just want you to like listen to me blubbering and crying, but this was huge. And when I released Interwoven, uh, the first week I had an amazing influx of people sign up and I had a massive week in terms of financial, you know, like people, you guys were signing up. And at that point in time, um, I had just moved out of my home, um, my home with my, my kids, and we were living in an Airbnb. And my perspective was, I'm going to prove to myself and to the world that I can make money anywhere. I can fucking conquer it all. I can do anything. I'm a queen. I'm a rock star. I can hold space for this. I'm here for it. I'm going to get to where I want to go. I could feel comparison dropping in left, right, and center. I felt this desperation to have a certain amount of money behind me. I was trying to, I had this really weird thing that I hadn't experienced for years and years. I know that people used to experience this with me and now I was experiencing it. Keeping up with the Joneses feelings were coming in and it was not me. It, it didn't feel like me. And I was living in this Airbnb and I could feel all this entitlement fucking bullshit coming into my brain. And I felt for, for a minute, for a hot minute, I felt like so successful. I was like, and thank you to the people that in that month signed and said, yeah, we're straight in. We've been watching you and we're here for this. And we are so here for supporting this vision. <sighs> and then crickets. No one was signing up. Crickets, crickets crickets, crickets, crickets for like a month or very few were signing up. I shouldn't say no one. That's not a hundred percent true, but there wasn't the momentum that I had expected. There wasn't the build that I had expected and my body, my brain, my nervous system, everything went into, you see, you can't Jess, what you wanted, what you were holding a vision for, what came through in that meditation no, actually no. And what did I do? Well, of course, I continued to work. I continued to show up. I continued to create all these recordings and I continued to navigate these feelings. But what I also did is I started to, to hide. Um, and this wasn't personally to you guys, but what this was was more, I started to hide in so many areas of my life. So I stopped exercising. I started drinking more wine. Like it wasn't like I was going crazy, but I was drinking more, like socializing more, eating out more. I was spending money a bit flippantly. I don't like the word flippantly, but yeah, it was unintelligently. I was feeling really entitled. I was on the gram scrolling like a, like a lost puppy. Like I was doing everything I knew I shouldn't be doing. And I can't believe it because it lasted for like six weeks that I did, that I went down this, this kind of rabbit hole. And, um, and what I was doing was I was allowing this lack of proof, physical proof to say, Jess, see, you were wrong. You couldn't do this. You can't do this. Now what, and this, I'm going to be really honest with you guys, because if anything, you're going to learn from this. Now what you've done is you've earned a great amount of money for a month and now you've got to show up for these people forever. And what if nobody else signs up, right? What if nobody else signs up? You're fucked. That was what was going through my head. That was literally, these are the trials and tribulations and realities of business ownership. There is nobody in this world, if there, okay, I won't say nobody. I hate always, never, nobody, everybody, uh, not nobody. There are very few people in this world, unless they're unicorns, 
Um, there might be one or two out there like sprinkly, sparkly, fucking glitter filled that don't experience challenge. But I believe there is very few people in this world, particularly as a business owner, that will experience business that is smooth sailing the whole way. What I also believe, just so that we're clear here, I actually believe that it's absolutely vital for these experiences to happen. And so I was experiencing this and I could feel it all. And I kept looking and looking and I kept watching and observing. And I, I was still doing some, you know, my my little good practices. I was still reading my mission statement and I was still practicing my breath and I was still facilitating and I still had my one-on-one clients and nothing was actually that wrong. But what had happened is I had started to move away from trust and I had started to move away from flow. I'd started to move away from service and I'd started to move away from surrender. Now, trust, flow, service and surrender. I should just do something on that. But those things are paramount when it comes to a female running a business, trust, flow, service, and surrender. So I was like, I don't trust this process. I'm not in flow, blah, blah, blah. All the things were coming through and the self-doubt was to the point where I was like, this is actually fucking crippling me. And I've got to be honest, there were so many people that had said, you know what, we're so in for this. We're so here for this. And they just didn't sign up. And I was just like, maybe I failed these people. Maybe all of my past clients don't like me anymore. Like literally I'm a human, right? So I was like, what have I done wrong? Like every inch of every fucking edge that could have been pushed mentally, physically, spiritually, it was being pushed. And what I did is I continued to push those feelings down because I was living in an Airbnb that was a studio apartment with my with my two kids. I was seeing my partner every day, but my fairy tale and the experiences I wanted to have in meeting this man that I deeply love and then us becoming a family, like none of it was happening the way I wanted it none of it, maybe a millimeter, but I was feeling so much and I felt like I was lacking support. And I know that none of this is true. So if I have friends or family that listen to this and go, oh, wow, that's like completely not true. I know it isn't true, but this is how I felt. So I felt like there was no support. I felt like everyone thought I was fine. And granted, no wonder, because I was still putting up highlight reels and I wasn't owning how I felt. And what I was doing is I was pushing corks underwater. So every feeling that I had, every um, amount of rawness, everything that was coming through, I was just like, I can't, I can't, I have to say, stay strong. The only place I could escape to was the balcony that was like less than a meter wide And I looked out to a fucking shit street in Brisbane and I could smell cigarette smoke every second day. And that triggered the fuck out of me because my ex used to smoke cigarettes and I hated the smell of them. And it was, it started to become a lot and it didn't matter how much I was trying to keep it all together. I was like, I'm keeping it together. I have no choice. I don't have time. And of course, like I've, I've built this business that continues to um, support me because I'm an intelligent businesswoman. So I wasn't broke. Nothing like that was happening. I was acting and behaving like a boss. I was still giving my children everything. We were, I was cooking every night. I was doing many things so well. But the key to this is I was pushing down and hiding from what I needed to face off with in these moments. And there was a massive initiation process that I was about to go through and I didn't know it at the time, but there were crickets and every single fear, every single, I'm not important, every single childhood trauma that hadn't been fully healed, all of these things were coming through. And then I started to amplify what was going wrong. And so all I was thinking about was what wasn't working why people weren't every day. I'd be like, no one signed up again. 
fucking great. All I'm doing is cooking dinner. May as well be just a housewife. I can't do anything. Then we tr- we were waiting and waiting and waiting to move in to, to the home with my partner. And even that was just, it was getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And I could feel my nervous system just, as I said, it was like, it was just like in, in destruct mode. Like it was, it was, oh, it was just, it was not good. And I was holding space for every client. I never, I never canceled a client. I was working in, you know, situations and circumstances that weren't a hundred percent right. I was still signing new clients. I was working with toys behind me in the background. My clients all didn't care because I was still showing up and I was, I was giving them exactly what they needed. And I was working from a high performance state for everybody, but all of these other things were happening. And I wanted all this stuff to be going well. What I wanted was very different to what I got. I wanted it to be, we're in this Airbnb for like two weeks. We have a little fun in Brisbane. We eat out a bit and then we move into the home. And I had this visualization. I had this hope in my head of how it was going to be the day that we moved. And I had this thought that everything was going to be set up and beautiful and ready and None of it happened the way I wanted it to. None of it was perfect. Oh, surprise, surprise, Jess. Like you can't have every fairy tale that you wish for. 90% of the things that I did wish for were already in my existence. Like, don't get me wrong. Like this isn't a pity party victim mode. This is a serious, like just account of what was going on. I have the man that I deeply love. I have the man that I deeply respect. We are working together as a team incredibly. And on hindsight, all of those challenges, even up until now, we're still experiencing challenge, yet it's building a stronger bond. It's creating a strength within us because the strength that we have wouldn't be created if the circumstances were easy, if the circumstances were all fluffy. And I trust in that. But at that time, when I'm looking back, all this was happening and I just started like a lot of, um, just so many things, like so many, what I would just actually, if I'm really fucking honest, just many addictions were coming in, you know, it was like, oh, I can, I can drink a wine on a Tuesday. Like it's fine. I can just eat shit. We can, we can eat pizza two times a week. And to some people it's like, well, who really cares about that? But for me, at, um, at the performance level of my business, I actually can't do that. I can't do that. And I can't sustain that for a long time. The reason for that is because my mental clarity needs to be sharp. I also got addicted to pushing down my feelings and I was not regulating my nervous system. I would sit out on my balcony and I would talk shit on the phone to my friends. Um, the few that actually, you know, I was in contact with, I would drink some wine. I would scroll social media and numb myself in mediocrity and in content I wasn't enjoying. I would watch Netflix and none of it was serving me and none of it was going to support the growth of this, of interwoven, none of it, or my business in general. And I knew it, but I couldn't move away from it. Like I just couldn't. The biggest problem was the corks that I was pushing down. So when you have feelings that you do not address and allow to move through your body, when you have trauma that is still blocked up inside of you, the wounds that are not healed, right? Now, you would think Jess has healed all the wounds, right? For fuck's sake. I honestly, I, I sometimes I would look myself in the mirror and I'll just give you like a visual, right? So this bathroom in this Airbnb. Let me tell you, just so that you have context, this Airbnb, the price of this shit at the moment, it was costing me $1,200 a week to live in this Airbnb. So it wasn't like I was just being like, you know, a tight ass. If I wanted to live where I desired, it would have been about $4,000 a week to match what I wanted, but I wasn't willing to spend that money because it was temporary like um, accommodation and not a lease, that was my price point, minimum, maybe five or six. And I wasn't willing to go there. It made no sense. And it wasn't in accordance with my long-term vision 
to spend that kind of money. No matter what I was earning, I was not going to come from that place. That's impractical. It's irresponsible in my mind. Um, yes, yeah, some people might be like, oh, well, if you're earning, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you can do what the fuck you want. But I disagree with that. And I, um, I'll talk to you about that another day. But I'm standing there. And so the bathroom was so small that if you were on the toilet, like if you had the door open to get to the toilet, the, the door of the bathroom would hit, almost hit the toilet seat. So you had to kind of like, if the door was open, you had to kind of like lift your leg or, or over the toilet seat to get on it. Cause you couldn't just walk freely to it cause the door was in the way. So you picture like a four-year-old, a 10-year-old and me. Did I do a poo in peace? No. Did I get to blow dry my hair without bumping my elbow on the fucking door? No. The bathrooms weren't getting cleaned because they had this, um, <laughs> this ridiculous policy that they didn't want to clean it with your products in it. So unless I pulled the whole thing out, they weren't getting cleaned properly. So I'm in there trying to freaking clean and just feeling like just hating life. And there was just stuff everywhere. It didn't matter how minimal I was able to have my things. It, I didn't like it. And according to my human design and according to my gene keys and according to the way I am and according to the standards that I like to live by, this was causing mental chaos in my head. I disliked the disharmony. And so all of that combined, I would stand there in the mirror, blow drying my hair. And yeah, I got around looking like a boss just looking at myself being like, this is so fucked up. This is, I'm so not down for this. Um, I had so many moments like that. I also had so many moments of resourcefulness where I was like, you know what, this is teaching us. There are so many gifts. I even went to the, um, to the point of writing a hundred beautiful moments, memories, and gifts that we received from that nine week period. And I do have the intelligence to see and the know, know how and all of those things to see both sides and to have this, you know, this full understanding of it all. But my goodness, like there were some moments, right? And then when it comes to interwoven and it comes back to this dream and it comes back to what I had and what I was desiring and what I wanted and what I could see, I was like the whole of July – I was just like crickets, crickets, crickets. And I had no desire to talk about it. I felt like a complete failure. Yes, I was showing up for everybody. I was recording. I was, but I, internally, I felt like I had failed myself. I went down the rabbit hole of I've failed my family. I went down the rabbit hole of like, I'm not who I say I am. I have no personal power. It was it was deadly and it was dark and it was fucked up and it was really hard. It was really, really hard. And then there were a few moments where I was just like, maybe I should just tell everyone that I haven't done what I wanted to do. And I know that by sharing this with you, you're going to understand this because everybody is going to go through these periods in their life. The biggest thing that happened for me was that I chose not to give up. I chose not to say I'm giving in. I didn't do that. Instead, what I did is I went and I started to look and I started to say, all right, where is, where, where do I go from here? What do I need to do? And it took me a long time because I was pushing those corks underwater, those emotional corks down deep, 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 deep right? I was pushing them down super deep. So those corks, they were being pushed down. And I moved into this space where I uh, got really comfortable with hiding and I got, I, I decided that I just didn't want to be ready. And it took a lot for me to move out of this and through to where I am now. And I just feel like it's absolutely my responsibility to share that with you because if I don't, number one, you guys won't feel the transparency. And this has been one of my highest values in business is honesty, transparency, vulnerability, and realness. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. I'm not here to sugarcoat what business ownership looks like. I'm not here to sugarcoat 
what a great relationship looks like. I'm not here to sugarcoat what fantastic parenting looks like. I'm not here to sugarcoat what having money looks like. Every single thing that you perceive and that you believe is positive comes with its match, comes with its negative, comes with its challenge. It's called duality. It's called polarity. There is nothing in this world that exists without it. And I feel like it's so super important for me to come to you with this. And I hope that if anything, other than just feeling like, wow, thanks Jess for being honest, you actually receive something. And so what had to happen for me is I had to go through this process and I had to face off with some demons. And then what, what I had to do is I had to then say, all right, how many more things are you going to do to mask this feeling? these feelings of disappointment, these feelings of shame, these feelings of anger, these feelings of frustration, these feelings of guilt, these feelings of failure. And you know what, guys, I know that some of you are going to be listening to this being like, wow, is this the Jess we know? Yes, this is me. This is me and my humanness. This is me telling you, this is why I do what I do. So how many things am I going to do? How, how long am I going to mask this? How long am I going to hold those corks underwater? How long am I going to lean away from what I need to face off with? Because until I was able to feel, oh, there we go again, goosebumps. Until I was able to feel, I would not be able to create success and I would not be able to hold space And there had to come these massive levels of integration and processes of readiness that I needed to come to, come to terms with and make friends with in order for interwoven and in order for this community to grow at the speed I desire it to grow. Now, let me tell you, I'm ready. And there were some very serious things that I did some um, next week. We'll talk about those in more detail, but There were some things that I did in order to integrate and hold space. And what ultimately happened in this process was I had to face off with the new version of me and I had to meet her multiple times or I had to look at the old version of me or the lower vibration version of me many times in disgust, in frustration, in anger. I had to punch some fucking pillows and yell and scream and muster up and I had to fight through so much. Not to mention through this time, I had zero minus zero, zero, zero support from my ex-husband with the children. Not to mention zero support in seeing them, in financially helping, fucking zilch. Actually, yeah, zilch. I think you saw them once. Um, one, one weekend in nine weeks in that period. So there was a lot I was navigating and I was meeting the ugly side of Jess consistently. I was also meeting the beautiful side of her and the positive side of her and the resourceful side, but there was, there was huge integration and readiness that had to come. There was things that I needed to do in order to be ready for the bigness of what this was. And it took a period of about 11 weeks for me to make a decision, a very distinct decision around what moves I was going to make in order to open this, this, this point of interwoven in order to open this community and this family correctly. And in order to say, you know what, here we go, here we go. Now, Jessica soul is ready. This woman, I met her. I met the woman I don't want to be. I met the woman that caves and crumbles. I met the woman that couldn't hold space. I met the woman that wasn't navigating her wealth correctly. I met the woman that was in her shadow. I met the wounds I hadn't yet met. I met the traumas I hadn't yet met. And there were some distinct ways I did this. I will get to that. I know I said half an hour each each episode or each, each transmission. Wow. I had to meet her. And then I had to continue to meet the new version. I had to continue to meet 
the version of me, the Jessica soul that was going to lead hundreds, thousands of people inside of this space. I had to stare her down. I had to meet with her every single day. I had to integrate her and what she looked like and felt like inside of my body, how she did everything, what was happening, what else was going on, what was going on behind the scenes, how did she she show up, was her nervous system open and available and strong enough to hold space for what was to come. And there were many times where I was like, if this gets too big, will I be able to cope? Because I'm very distracted. I keep thinking about not being good enough. So how am I going to cope with all these people in there? Maybe they don't want to listen to what I've got to say. And do you think that that is going to attract or magnify anything towards me? No, because all the logic and the strategy, all of the back end was coming together. I have my team doing things. I was doing things. I'm here recording. I'm doing everything. But mentally, energetically, I had not met or caught up to the vision yet. And this is so, so powerful. I feel like this recording will go down in history in some way of being something that changes somebody because this is the problem. We want for big things, yet we are not, we are not meeting them where they're at. So I've said this in the past, you know, particularly when it comes to human behavior, when it comes to relationships, you either meet people where they're at or you give them the opportunity to meet them where you're at. And I kept meeting people down where they were at. There were actually things I had to do in the last 12 weeks. There were people I had to completely not communicate with. There were people I needed to call out. There were relationships I needed to start, relationships that I needed to let, just not even let go of, but just put down for a while. There were so many things that I had to do. There were so many integration points and so many um, almost like rebirthing points in this journey. And for your guys' peace of mind, this is why you're going to receive the best experience of your life inside of this container because my readiness now has tripled, quadrupled, it's it's grown by a thousand percent. And you'll be able to feel this as we move on. You'll be able to feel that energy because I, for moments, didn't understand the bigness and the capacity. And then once I finally did, I could see it, but I hadn't met it. So I, I could see it. I could want it. I could desire it. I could feel it. I could be like, yes, that girl, she's going to change the world. That girl's going to do this. There's going to be hundreds, thousands of women and men even inside of this container, inside of this community, inside of this family. And then I'm going to be able to go and I'm going to be able to travel. And I'm going to be able to do this. And I'm going to be able to do that. And then I started thinking about the small micro ways that my thoughts and my energy were not matched up. The thought was bullshit. The thought wasn't going to happen. The thought was actually, what if you just did make that money? And what if you did have those people? And what if you still continued acting like this, you know, entitled bitch or like this, whatever. And I'm not even going to say like it was bad. It was just part of my experience, right? And so this is part one. Part two next week will give you the insight into what I physically did because this is the game-changing stuff. What did I do about it? What did I do about it? Um, This is what you'll hear about next week. And if you take anything from this, I want you to ask yourself, where does this show up for you, right? Like where does this show up um, in your life? Where have you desired something or had a big vision and then gotten some immediate results, felt good, got no results, felt bad, lost your, lost your taste for it, lost your excitement for it because in your physical plane and your physical reality, the results weren't there. So you stopped showing up, you stopped being self-led and you went, Oh, you know what? I actually, I can't do this. I'm not going to, I don't really care about my life's work. I'm not really going to follow through with that program. I don't care if no one signs up to my coaching. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be a failure. It's okay. My business won't work. I've always got something to fall back on. When have you done that personally, right? Instead of saying, if these results aren't in my physical reality right now, what on earth has to change? 
what do I need to do? And the key to this, but we'll, we'll carry on next week, self-leadership, self-responsibility, massive levels of ownership and huge opening of heart and a huge ability and willingness and readiness to say, all right, come on, let's go, bring it at me, let's delve. And the amount of tears, the amount of breath, the amount of things that I went through is it's quite remarkable and it's still happening. But where has this happened for you? Because this is one of the reasons that people fail in their businesses and in their lives is because they don't open themselves up radically to what's available, right? So they they half open themselves and ooh, half open isn't good enough, guys. Like half open isn't good enough. And then they quit. One thing I didn't do was I didn't quit. And I know that, you know, as history starts to um, come into fruition, the, the story of this will be so, so important. You know, there's so much that I'm achieving in this next year. There's a complete new project that you guys will all have first access to. And trust me when I tell you, like, you are going to want this. This isn't a coaching project. This is something completely different. This is my creative and artistic expression. But holy moly, Jesus Christ, this has been big. And I want you to think about how this has worked or not worked or how this has occurred in your life. And let's open the conversation in our portal, in our community chat. Let's make this something we converse about. And I'll see you all next week for part two. And thank you for hearing me. Thank you for seeing me for witnessing me, for holding space. I know like when you're, when this is in your ears, um, I'll feel it energetically and I love you guys so much. Have an amazing week ahead. Bye.